I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. So we are back again for another awesome episode of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. I am David Bryan. And we today have our favorite plumber back, Keith Osborne from Osborne Plumbing in Andover, Mass. He's joining us today to talk about, we have a whole new uh, tangent we're going out on today. Um, Normally we talk about products or we talk about um, uh, how labor is done or, you know, various and sundry other things. Today we want to talk about the industry as a whole and how there just aren't enough people going into the trades and it really breaks our heart and also frankly breaks our business and also makes it by the way more expensive for consumers um, as time goes on because it seems like the the trades are a um, a thing that that kids they all want to go to four-year colleges now and get out with a sociology degree and then work at a, as a barista at Starbucks, <laughs> and which is really, really sad. Um, but the reality is, you know, we, we actually have some commonality. I think, you know, uh, we have kids about the same age as Keith's kids. Uh, one of his kids uh, just wrapped up high school and is now pursuing a career in the trades. One of our kids is about a year away from wrapping up high school and has been talking a lot about the trades. And, you know, our show is about helping homeowners, you know, have better remodeling experiences. But at the same time, we probably have listeners who are, uh, are who have kids as well. And I had a buddy of mine recently, I went over to help him with some stuff. And he said, you know, if I had to do it over again, he's an executive. And he said, Dave, if I had to do it over again, I would have gone into the trades. I would not do, I would not be behind a desk, you know. And, uh, and I thought that was really interesting. So, Keith, you know. Your son is pursuing the plumbing trades. Um, my son may be pursuing, you know, a, a trade likelihood is give us a little insight as to, uh, you know, to how a kid begins this process. And, and maybe even whether you obviously you are in favor of your son doing this, but why? What, what is it about the trades that you feel is a good good choice? And, and, and how do they, as a parent help guide their children into the idea of, of the trades? All right. So. I, I'm probably pretty opinionated on this. And uh, so uh, for me, you know, I, I did go to college. I graduated from college and I knew from an earlier age um, in high school that I was, I was going to be in the trades. Now I didn't know if it was going to be plumbing or electrical, but I, I went through a trade. I went through a high school, you know, a technical high school and, you know, I, I learned plumbing in high school, but when I, I guess I would say by my senior year in high school, I knew I wanted to be a plumber, but I had the opportunity to play football in college and I didn't want to, you know, I I don't want to leave any stone unturned. So I figured, well, let me see if I can do this college thing. And I went and I realized it's about putting in hard work and effort, you know? And, and so for me, when I, when I was in college, I realized, you know, I I just thought, honestly, I thought I was going to be an athletic director. I was going to get out of school, and, you know, I was going to be an athletic director and, and that's just 
kind of my thought process. So when I was in college, I came home for the summer and I needed a summer job. So, you know, I didn't feel like I was the guy that wanted to work at a Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, something like that. I, I worked at a um, meaningful, I, not a meaningful, sorry, a, a, like a hospital in the kitchen. And it just, it wasn't for me. I was always bored. I said, you know what, I'm going to get a plumbing job. So I said, I know plumbing. I like working with my hands. Let me get that. So the first summer that I worked as a plumber, I enjoyed it tremendously and it wasn't about the money I, I enjoyed learning things I ended you know the I, I was fortunate that the person I worked with wanted to teach me not mm -hmm. just have me bring tools in he was teaching me stuff and he and I remember him saying even if you don't want to be a plumber you're going to college you can change your own water heater you can change your own faucets you know you can do this and and you know and I thought all right so if I'm an athletic director and I don't have to pay someone to come over to my house to you know, change out my water heater. That was the only thought in my head at the time. And then as I went through college, I realized, you know, throughout working every summer as a plumber, when I get out of college, I didn't need much more time to get my plumbing license. So I figured, hey, maybe I can do water heaters on the side. All I'm going to do is water heaters and I'm going to, you know, be an athletic director. So what happens is reality sinks in. <laughs> I looked at how many people were applying, you know, for these internships that weren't paying any money to be an assistant to the athletic director. Right. And that's when reality set in. I, I, at the time I was engaged in college, I was coming out, getting married. And I said, I need to make money and I need to make money now. I can't take an internship to, you know, hopefully. And, and when, when you add things up, it's not, you know, you want to be happy and you want to make sure that you're doing, you know, the, what's going to fulfill your, your needs. Right. So my needs at the time were enjoy my job, make money, and and see what you know i can do for a career not a job a career and there's a difference so if i was going to have a career as a as an athletic director what does it take to get to be an athletic director so at the time you know in order to you know when you when you see what the athletic directors were making for high school and you see what a plumber makes do i really want to waste another couple years trying to do internships not making money to make less than a plumber would make at the time and i didn't think that was me so I said, well, let me at least get my plumbing license and we'll see where we go from there. So that's why I got into plumbing. And, you know, now that my, my oldest son is, is out of high school and he's into the trade now, I thought about it. And, and at first I was like, you know, do I really want him working with me? And, you know, not every time you can work with your own kids. So no, the, the yeah, answer, I, I, the answer is no. Yeah, it's the hard. answer is yeah, <laughs> it, can be, it can be really hard. So for me, the, for me, the answer was no. Right. So what, what happened was I, and I, you know, I'm just a small company. I don't have 40 or 50 guys working for me. So I can't just set, you know, my son up with, you know, with someone. And then, you know, one day it'd be with me one day is with another crew. Right. You know, for me, it wasn't like that. He would, I would pretty much be with him at least 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't need that to strain my relationship. I love my kids. I want to be able to have them over for Christmas dinner or, or whatever, off July 4th. I want to be able to have, you know, a good time with them and enjoy them as my children rather than just, Hey, I work with them and everything's about work. Now I think eventually so what I did, so I, I talked to my son and I said, you know, I'm going to set you up with a company that I had worked for. I never burnt a bridge as I was a plumber. I could go back to work for any of the plumbers I've ever worked for. And I called them up and I said, my son's getting into the trade. Is there any way that you can take him on for at least a year? And, and, and the answer was absolutely. So I actually, 
And, and the good thing is my son actually come up to me and he said, where do you think I should work? I don't want to just go and apply for a job. You know, what's best for me. You know what, you know what I want to do. I know his ambitions. And, and the first ambition for a kid getting into the trade, the average age, you were talking about the average age for a plumber, a plumber right now, the average age is 55 or 56 years old. Wow. So there's not a lot. Yeah. There's not a lot of, which people means going that, into which the means trade. when you're talking about averages, there's a lot of 80 year old plumbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, so so the the average, I'm told the average plumber um, lives about four years after retirement. So when I say that now, there's what? reasons for that. Yeah. So, but there's reasons for that, right? Is that, like, is that the drinking? Like, what is it? Yes. That's right. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it is right. So it's between drinking and eating unhealthy. They're yeah. always on the go. They're always eating something unhealthy. Yeah. But if you plan, then you know, then you know, you can take care of your life. But besides that. If, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that I know right now that are retired from, you know, the, the plumbers union out of Boston, they're retired. They're making more money now retired than they did when they were in the trade. So if you, How you know, that? you can set your, so between their pension and annuity oh, oh, fund. Oh, because they're part yeah. of the union. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but you, you know, even if you're not like, I'm not in the union anymore, but I set up, you know, my own, you know, retirement plans, mm-hmm. you know, so. You know, it, you, you know, if you can, you know, if you're bright, you look at your future and say, here's where I want to be at a certain age. You know, you have these goals that, you, you know, you have to try to attain to get to that goal. So my yeah. So my my oldest son wants to be a plumber. He knew this in high school. So he and he doesn't go to a vocational school. So what he said was, I want to go to night school uh, for plumbing. So his senior year. He was going to night school and finished tier one. So he has one year of schooling done uh, in plumbing school before he even got out of high school. So he's on that, you know, path, you know, be, you know, to be a plumber. Now, how many, how many um, years will it take in the plumbing side in, in the school side? And how many years will it take in the field side before it like to help him progress? All right. So it's a, it's a five-year program. All right. So five years of physical work. Now, there's, for some people, if they go to a, va- a vocational school, they might take like a year off of the physical work. Mm-hmm. And most of the people, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what it is right now, but I know when I was in school a long time ago, it was two years of physical work, but it was only four years to get your license at the time. So now it's a five-year program and it's five years of schooling and the schooling goes from October through May. So, you know, it's one or two nights a week, you know, depending on what year it is. So, so this is, is this is part time. It's not you're working a full time job, but you're doing part time school is what you're saying. That's, that's correct. Got Absolutely. It. Yep. So, you know, after five years, if you're doing everything right, you should be able to get your license after five years. And so when the you say when you is, say get your license, let's let just clarify a couple things for listeners. First yep. of all, the the work that your that your son is doing, he's working under a master, right? So there's a couple of different levels of plumber, right? From apprentice, yeah. Why don't yep. you take us through that and and help us? And then once at the end of five years, what level will your son be? All right. So the first, so the first um, license is an apprentice apprenticeship license, which means you're right. You're correct. You have to work under a master plumber, yep. right? So. You know, if if there's a person out there that says, oh, there's a journeyman out there and he does work for himself, uh, legally, you cannot work under that journeyman. He has to be a master plumber. So the three licenses would be apprentice, journeyman, master. Now, here's the difference. When you're an apprentice and you're working under a master license, it's going to take five years of schooling and five years of physical work. So I think they call it 2,000 hours a year. So you need like 10,000 hours in order to get 
you know, you're, you're five years in. Yep. As for the schooling, it's, it's one night a week. I believe it's one night a week, uh, October through May. There's some stipulations on certain things, but for the most part, it's one night a week uh, for five years. And when you're done, you get to take the test to be a journeyman plumber. That means you're a licensed plumber and, and you're licensed in gas and plumbing. So you, you can do all the work that you need to do. You can pull permits on your own, you can do jobs on your own, but you can't hire anyone. So what happens is the next license is your master license. When you get your master license, um, you are allowed to hire other people. You, the, the test between your journeyman's and your master, not not a real difference other than they ask you a little more business questions on mm -hmm. how to pay your taxes. They just want to, <laughs> when, they, when they license you, they want to make sure you're going to pay the government what they're owed. Right. So, right. you know, you know, it is about plumbing, but it's, if I had to separate, you know, which test was the masters and which one was the journeyman's, they're relatively similar, but they want to know if you can take off your deductions on how to pay your supply house. Mm -hmm. um, they want to know like if you can, you know, pay the government their money. If you're, if you, they want to know if you can profit off jobs. So they show you how to profit off, off, um, you know, between your stock, your labor, and then the discounts you get from supply houses, yeah. stuff like that. They want to make sure you understand actual business. So you can actually stay in business, right? So that's correct. So yep. Keith, Keith, in your case, and this is a really interesting opportunity to, to talk about, because in, in your case, you've, you've got a college degree. You could have gone in a lot of different directions with that degree, um, but you chose plumbing. First of all, uh, you know, if you had to do it over again, would you do it the same way? And if, and second of all, what is it you love about what you do? All right, so, so good question. I, for me, I wouldn't change anything I've ever done. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a guy who lives in the now and looks to the future. I don't, you know, I don't look on the past. Um, we could always change certain things in our past that we probably would like to, but <laughs> for the most part, I like, I, I like the fact that I went to college. I loved playing football. Uh, when I was actually in school, it gave me, you know, just going to college, realized like I, I can do this. It gave me that confidence on, you know, you know, let me do this. Now, for me, going to college was pretty important. I had a, I, I had two parents that, uh, well, one parent barely graduated high school. My other parent uh, never stepped one day, not one day in high school. He's never done, not wow. even his freshman year, not, not one day. So education was important to me. I saw how hard it was for them, you know, to you know, get along in life, you know, like money wise, when you don't have even a high school education, it's, it's very tough. Mm -hmm. So physically they were working a lot. And I just said, well, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to argue over money when I grow up. I just, I want to work hard. I want to be challenged every day, you know? And, and so for me, I wouldn't change any of that. But what I would say is I do enjoy plumbing. And that's my, my biggest thing. I, I tell my kids, you know, my oldest one now, he wants to be a plumber. I've worked with him for a few summers now, and he's an excellent worker. I have no, his work ethic is fantastic. Um, he has a good demeanor around plumbing. He likes all that stuff. But if he just told me someday, I just don't like plumbing, my advice would be, well, get out now and figure something else out. Because not everybody's cut out to be a plumber. You know, I know at one point, you know, I was thinking, oh, I might, you know, want to be a fireman and I might want to be, you know, do, do the whole fireman thing. But what that came along with was being on an ambulance, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to, I'm not the guy that can see a kid with a broken arm. I don't want to see sure. that. Like if I have to, I have to, but I don't want to do that for my job. Like sure. that's not for me. Um, you know, so when I start going through what I want, I think you just have to be happy in what you do. And 
you know, and, and then I guess the financial part will come along. If you really enjoy what you do, I think the money will come along later, whether it's writing books or, you know, whatever it is, whether you're a plumber or, you know, whether you're a CEO of a company, if well, you that, really like what you do. Yeah, the money yeah. will come. But let me ask you a question, because here's here's the thing that I, I think kids aren't realizing, especially kids that are, you know, thinking about a college track is, you know, you have to pay for four years of college. However, you know, you can do it more affordably through community college or, or whatever. But um, you get out and a lot of jobs are paying not that great as opposed to the trades, which it seems because they're in such short supply. I mean, getting getting a job in the trades is easy right now because everybody is so short-staffed. We, you know, we have difficulty finding good carpenters. Right. And, and so, you know, finding a job and keeping a job is simple and they get paid pretty well. So what, what is a, you know, like a journeyman plumber make if they're working for another company? Like what's, what's kind of an average income for them? Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny because what since I don't have a huge company, you know, and and you know people, you know, the the guys that work for me, I, I want to make sure I'm always paying them what they deserve, right? So I, I want to make sure that it works for both of us because in business, a, a win on both sides is a win. Absolutely. I don't want to just I don't want to be the one that takes advantage of somebody, but I don't want that worker to take advantage of me as well. Mm -hmm. So I I would say right now, depending on the company and depending on who you work for. So if it's a non-union shop right now and you and you've done your five years and you, you come out, I want to say the starting, you know, if you've if you're working for the same company and you got your journeyman's license, I would say on the low side, it's probably around thirty dollars an hour on the high side. If you get your license and you, you just started, you're probably around thirty five dollars an hour. But the more that you understand and the more that you learn, because even though you got your plumbing license, just you got your license on one, you know, say on, on Friday, you took your test and on Monday, you're a journeyman plumber. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to get 12 or $15 more an hour that day because you're licensed. Right. Right. Like just, you know, it, it does help because now you can stand, you can stand for inspections because you're a licensed plumber. Now you can stand the inspection. So it is worth a little more to the, to the business owner. However, it doesn't make you a better plumber the next day, right? right You're still right. going to go do the same work that you did the day before and you should be learning. So, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say in plumbing, you're always learning. It's like, you know, you didn't come out and learn just words. You learn the alphabet and then you learned how to spell a few words and then you can kind of put everything together. It's plumbing's the same way. Mm -hmm. When you come out, you might, you know, you might work, you know, for a service company and then you might work for a, a house builder and then you might work for someone who does commercial work and then you might work for someone who does industrial. There's all areas of, of plumbing that, you know, you could learn and the more knowledgeable you are, the more money that you're going to make. Mm -hmm. And then on the high side, if you're, if you're a guy like say, say for myself, right. I say, I work for six contractors. If, if I say, okay, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with business anymore. I just want to go back to work. So if I want to go back to work and just be physical every day rather than running a business, I could go to a company and say, I'm going to bring six contractors with me. Whether I stay or leave, you know, these contractors are coming with me to your company. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Well, that person's worth a lot more money because if they're going to a company and they're bringing work with them, sure. they deserve a lot more than just going to work and making a day's pay. Yeah. So, so, and, oh, God, so no, yeah, sorry, just, last thing. Yeah, just they, oh, go ahead. So that person, I, I know someone that has done that and they're making, you know, $60, $70 an hour. Right. So, right. you know, there's a there's a wide range. But the one thing I can say is if you like plumbing, you're a hard worker 
And, you know, not every, and I, I've realized this over the last few years, not everybody can get into a trade and succeed. And, and that's where, like, I think one big misconception is, um, you know, just because you're willing to work hard, you might not be mentally prepared for how much you have to learn. Right. I can only speak for plumbing, um, you know, but th there's a lot that you have to learn and, and understand. And, and to get over that threshold, there's some people that can't, and they are fantastic workers. I, I like them as workers, but they're not just taking that next step to, to realize how much they have to learn. Mm. And, you know, and, and it can be like a stagnant point for them. It's a, it's the bottleneck in their career. Sure. So, so the, the yeah. last, this has been very helpful. And I, I know for our listeners, it's a little bit of a detour uh, and may not be a good fit for some folks to listen to, but for anybody who's got, you know, kids who are thinking about what they do next, the, the one thing that you did mention that I definitely, for me, I relate to as a carpenter. Um, and I think you probably relate to as, as a tradesman, um, there's also some gratification in the work, right? Because at the end of the day, you can turn around and look at what you did. It, it, there's not a lot of jobs necessarily where you see a physical manifestation of your work, right? So yeah, you sweated and you worked hard, but now there's this beautiful bathroom that's functional and usable uh, that people will you know will have benefit from for years, right? And and there's that that almost one of the things that's what drew me to the trades actually was that at the end of the day, after I was framing, you know, when I was framing houses. I turned around and it was like five walls that were standing up that I had that, that weren't there before. And those are going to be there for yeah, absolutely. years. Right. So yeah, absolutely. So that it's so, and that's the funny thing. Like, so in plumbing, you know, there's, you know, like in, in carpentry, right. You have people that really love finished carpentry and then you have someone that might be able to rough a house, but they're not really the finished carpenter. Right. right. So, you know, in, in that, that rough crew, they do a great job at what they do but they really don't want to take the time and the detail that it takes to do a really nice finished job on yep. a kitchen or yep. a bath. Right. So in plumbing, it's the same thing. You know, I'm not saying anyone can go in like, you know, there's certain times and in, in places that, you know, that we work for that we do really, really high end things. And sometimes it's six hours of reading before I can even start to do the job. Right. right? So, and, and, you know, when it's a really high end job like that, one of the guys that works for me is perfect for that. So yeah. he, he enjoys it. And, detail and guy, right. Yeah. And, and he, and he looks at the job after, and he is unbelievably proud of that job. Right. You know, so for me, you know, I think he gets disappointed when I come in and I say, Hey, nice job. He's like, no, that's a really nice job. <laughs> you know, so so I, I'm like, I, me on the back like how do you more. say, like, I agree with you. I, I agree. But like, the, but then I, you know, I, I bring him back down. But don't forget, that's your job. Right. right. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. So, but, so listen. Yeah. So. Oh, we know we just we want to we want to wrap you we, we kind of wrap this one segment up and want to thank you because I think you gave a really good insight yeah um, that not a lot of people get a, get the benefit to hear from as they're trying to figure out what they want to do when they're young and thinking about you know career choices right yeah and I just I just quickly did the math on your sixty dollar an hour person and you know that's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year which is a really good income for somebody you know in the middle of their career and you didn't have to spend two hundred thousand dollars on a college degree to get it so. Yes. Yeah, so this is the the one last thing, two, two last little points of info for people who are really into this and, and were thinking about it for their kids. So um, one, one thing is the union right now, uh, the Boston Union, their take home pay right now is one hundred eight thousand a year, plus their pension, annuity, health insurance. So, you know, the union is it, it's it's a good option to, you know, to look at, but it's very difficult to get in as well. Right. Sure. So. Um, but having said that, and then for people who like, so right now, you know, obviously, you know, I live in Andover and there's, there's someone at Andover high right now that came up to me and he said, 
I, I think I might like plumbing. So, and I said, okay. And, and I said, if you ever feel like you want to, you know, come with me for the day and see what we do, then you're more than welcome to. So th that kid, this, you know, in, in the past month wanted to come in and, you know, I'm going to take him around to the jobs and I'm going to show him what we do. And then last, I think it was two, two or three summers ago, one of uh, the pediatricians that we use, her son wanted to see if he liked plumbing. Turns out he didn't. But when he came around, he just thought like, you know, plumbing was like going to build new houses. And the day, you know, I, I brought him out for two days. One day we show, showed him the new houses. He loved it. Oh, I'd love to work on this. I'd love to do this. But then when I showed him the service side of it, he wanted nothing to do with it. So, <laughs> sure. you know, so, so, you know, so there's, there's people that if whoever's listening, no matter, you know, where they're from or where they are, you know, if, if, they're, if they don't have anyone in the trade that they know, they can call up a company and say, hey, is there any way I can follow you for the day? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's me, actually like, really good advice. Do. Yeah. Good, yeah. good input. Yeah. All know, right. That way they can at least understand where the, what they want to do, maybe. And, and they might see it as positive or negative, and at least they have a little more of what we actually do every day. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, Keith, thank you so much for being thank with us. Thank you. We really appreciate we it. We greatly You're appreciate great it. guest. So, well, I enjoy it. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I'm Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.